This is FM 100.5, 101.9, AM 1450, and WGNSRadio.com. Rutherford County's Place to Talk. If it's passed, bounced, or hit, we're talking about it. All sports talk is on News Radio WGNS. Sponsored by State Farm agents Andy Womack, Bud Morris, and Deb Ensel. Here to help life go right. Chip Walters with Exit Realty, Bob Lamb and Associates. Jennings and Ayers Funeral Home, helping families since 1880. First Bank, serving Murfreesboro and Rutherford County. Parks Auction Company, committed to auction excellence. Creekside at Three Rivers Assisted Living. Greg Hall at City Auto Sales. And the Blue Raider Insider Report is sponsored by Mike Tanzel and My Team Insurance. Steve Rucker with RAI Advisors. And Wayne Blair with Rayburn Insurance. Let's get it started in here. We've got your local sports fix. It's all sports talk on News Radio WGNS. Good afternoon. Welcome to All Sports Talk, Tuesday edition. Beautiful day in the borough. Hope everybody's enjoying it. Today we're going to be joined by MTSU women's basketball coach Rick Ensel. Recently celebrated a birthday. Happy belated birthday, coach. Thank you, Monty. They're all good ones now, aren't they? Oh, heck, I'm telling you, they they get here a lot quicker than they used to, to be (laughs) honest with you. (laughs) Well... Coach, 2020, I, don't, I haven't seen a year like it. I guess you haven't either. No, I, I really haven't. Um, you know, I was thinking last night as I was sitting on the back patio with my wife and we were talking about, you know, uh, we just didn't know how good we really had it. Uh, that 20 or 30, 40 years in a row where you could just get in your car and you could go see the Braves play or you could go down to Nashville and, to a restaurant and uh you know it's just uh, it's it's been unreal but you know what we still live in the greatest country in the world all right well said um uh, well coach uh how what year are you entering what your 14th year at middle 16th 16th oh my gosh they they do fly by don't they <laughs> yeah they do and how many overall uh let's see it's I guess 40, 44. Going into your 44th year. Wow. Yeah, 44. What what keeps your drive going? Well, really and truly, Monty, you just I my passion for the for coaching, my passion for having, you know, taking new teams and molding them together and and going and, and playing a schedule and, and working to get, you know, you never, I get up every day thinking about going to the NCAA tournament, going to the Sweet 16, the Elite Eight. Uh, when I lay down at night, that's, those thoughts go through my mind also. I thank the good Lord for blessing me with another day and with a great family and a great opportunity here at Middle Tennessee. But I also, you know, in that, when I'm laying there thinking, you know, one day we're going to be in the Elite Eight. So that's what keeps me going. I've got great assistant coaches. I just had a, a great coach, a Shalon, get her first head coaching position. I'm really, really proud for her. And uh, Kim and and Matt and now Eddie Sanders uh, is our ops person. I've got good people. So, you know, that's what really keeps me going. I've got some, some great players that I really, really love. And, uh, you know, 
take them, mold them, put them together, and let's go win a championship. Well, um, the you know I've, I've talked with I was talking with Jim Toman about the um, baseball side of things um, on Sunday, and I'll ask you about the basketball. Um, uh, I, I know they're not doing the bonus play. We'll get your thoughts on that. Number one and two for this year, anyway. Uh, th- this is not a permanent deal, from what I understand. The tournament's going to be only eight teams instead of the 12. And your thoughts on that? Well, my thought process on that is a little bit different than everybody else's because I never figured to be in that last day. Now, I'm not talking about the teams at middle. I'm talking about the teams in Conference USA. Um, you know, since we've been here, we our, our one of our goals is to win the conference championship. And we work from the very first game to the very last game in the last two years We've been able to play that last game and have to win those games to get into the, to get one of those top four seeds. So, really and truly, my thought process hasn't changed a bit. Now, you know, all of your other, most of your other pro uh, conferences around the country, they do allow all of their teams to come, and they recruit to that. But I don't recruit to be in last place in the conference or being the the tenth team in the conference. I recruit to win the conference championship to play one of the toughest non-conference schedules in the country. And uh, that's kind of our mindset, and we're not going to change that one bit. So that's kind of my, my thought process on that's a little bit different. And what about the bonus play that they did the, last year? The, what are you talking about, the bonus play, Monty? What are you talking about? You know where they you play like the top four teams play each other and the bottom four play each other and – that kind of thing. I think the men did it a couple years. Didn't y'all do that last year? We did. We did do that. And, and you know, I, I, I kind of like playing everybody in the conference, and I think they're going back to that 18-game schedule. I know they are. But the bonus play, really, they, they pit the top teams. If you look at what, we, what happened at the end of the year, and I think it helped us because I thought we were the hottest team going into the conference. We had to go to you. We had to play UAB at home and got beat. I had to get on the plane and fly to UTEP to play a 12 o'clock uh, game in uh, in uh, El Paso on Saturday with a team that was, was playing to get one of those top four seeds. They were one of the top programs in the conference. We beat them on the road. We come back. We got to play Western at home. We And I think we had a five or 6,000 people here, and we had a 108-point game up to 103, and we beat them. And Western ended up second in the conference. And then we had to turn around and fly to Charlotte, which has also still got a chance to be second. Our sixth, depending on that game, they were playing for a lot. And uh, we beat Charlotte at their place. And, you know, uh, I'm telling you, that the, the all the kids played tough. But down that stretch, Anastasia Hayes and Aislinn Hayes, uh, they put the pedal to the metal. Uh, they just were not going to be beat. And you had a good group. You know, Rella started coming around. Courtney Whitson played good. Charity was steady. Uh, the Whittington girls, I'm telling you, the, it just showed the type of athletes that we had been recruiting, the young ladies we had been recruiting, that they were champions. They knew how to win. They knew how important that was. And that's that's one of the things we look at, coming from, in particular, those four of those young ladies from the Riverdale program. They knew what it was like to get into that situation. 
and have to have to win a big game. We're joined today by MTSU women's basketball coach Rick Ensel. We'll take a quick pause and be right back. At Ascension St. Thomas, the care you need is available today. Whether you've had to put off routine visits or health screenings, delayed a surgery or specialty care, our caregivers are prepared for your arrival. We will maintain strict precautions for your safety in our care, such as rigorous cleaning, distancing, and protective equipment. We're open for appointment scheduling for your urgent and ongoing care needs. Schedule now and ask about virtual visits. GetSTHealthCare.com. We at Ferrick Construction offer a 24-hour emergency service. Whether your shingles are blown off your roof, you have a tree on your roof, or if your whole house flooded, we offer a 24-hour emergency service. That's why it's important to shop local. They're your neighbors, and they take care of you. We're family here at Ferrick Construction. We care about you. This is Ron Hall with Ferrick Construction. Call 615-893-6120. That's Fair Construction Company. Hello again, this is Lenny Farmer with Jennings and Ayers Funeral Home and Cremation Services. Whenever I finish with a family helping them pick out their funeral needs, locking in the price for the rest of their life, they inevitably breathe a sigh of relief saying, that wasn't as difficult as I thought. You know why? Because they're shopping with their heads and not with their hearts. You can save thousands of dollars when you prearrange ahead of time. Give me a call and see how that works for you at 615-893-2422. Jennings and Ayers. In Rutherford County, you know how much it means to have neighbors you can count on. I'm State Farm Agent Andy Wama, here to help life go right when you combine home and auto insurance. Call me today at 615-890-0850 and let me save you money and time. Your home, your auto, together they're where life happens. I'm State Farm Agent Andy Wama. It's smart to protect them together to help life go right. Give me a call at 615-890-0850 and let me help you save by combining your home and auto. WGNS Primetime Sports. Sponsored by the law offices of John Day. If you've been injured, go to johndaylegal.com. The TSSAA Board of Control held a special meeting Wednesday to discuss plans for the upcoming football and girls soccer seasons due to the extended COVID-19 state of emergency through August 29th. Bernard Childress, Executive Director, updated the board on the status of discussions with the governor's legal counsel, saying they're working based on conversations they're having as a best way to move forward. And because of that, decided to delay any vote on a contingency plan until they have details worked out with the governor's office. Childress said the governor's office legal counsel needed time to observe data and work with the TSSAA, but there will come a time to make a decision on a contingency plan, but Childress said their opinion right now is not the time to make that decision. Complete coverage at WGNSSports.com. All Sports Talk on News Radio WGNS, FM 100.5, FM 101.9, AM 1450, online and on your phone at WGNSRadio.com. Welcome back to All Sports Talk. This portion brought to you by First Bank. The bank remains true to its ideals since founded in 1906. That's First Bank. Rick Ensel, MTSU Women's basketball coach join us today all right coach what have your girls been doing in the the downtime and i was talking with you off air you've got a few of them uh on campus now what are you guys doing now 
Well, we're here today setting up our practice schedule. Uh, we, that, that, all of it has to be optional right now until July. We're hoping to have everybody on campus or everybody back in Murfreesboro by July. And at that point, we can start working with them. Uh, yeah, we, uh, right now, everything's optional. They, but they can come in and lift weights and with the gym is available for two young, two people, two players on each end. Uh, you know, you've got to go take the COVID test, and um, all of them have done that so far that's in Murfreesboro. And then, um, you know, in, in somewhere hopefully in July the 6th, 7th through there, we'll be able to start working with them again as a team, or at least with four players going through the skill sets, and then uh, just have our strength conditioning person do, do about the same thing we've been doing in July, just get them back ready and get them in shape. And, you know, in high school – you're starting in July. You're still ahead of schedule when you go to the collegiate. And we've always been in the high school. You had to do this. You couldn't start really November the first. So uh, this is nothing new to me. And I know some people complain about it, but I'm not complaining. The kids may need a little time off. They're ready to get back. We're ready to start. The coaches are excited, and you know we're in the middle of, of hiring another coach to take Shalon's place too. So uh, we got some exciting things that are about to happen right here in Middle Tennessee. Coach, um, <coughs> excuse me. You mentioned that um, how you guys were playing down the stretch. Uh, I know you didn't get to finish to see what would have happened because you got pulled off um, after warmups in the Conference USA tournament. But playing like you did down the stretch, returning uh, a nucleus of that team, uh, how, how is that a positive carryover going into? you know, your workouts, then your practices, and then into the season? Well, I think the carryover will be, I think we'll be better than we were on the perimeter next year. Uh, we were pretty good last year. Uh, we've got a young lady coming in from Chicago. You still got Anastasia back. You got Ace back. You got Alexis and Amanda Whittington back. Um, I feel real good about what's going on on the perimeter. Uh, the post, you had a Charity Savage in there that just had a fantastic year. I don't know that we got any one person that can go out and get 12, 10, 12, 14 rebounds a night. But I think we've got a conglomerate of people that can, um, depending on a lot of things with Rashika, and we got the young lady from Russia, the young lady from Spain, the young lady from Canada. you got Courtney Whitson there. Um, you got Rella Booth. I feel real good about that. It's just getting that in here and finding out where the chemistry's at, where your substitution patterns are at, and all of that. That's something that we'll have to work on between now and probably January, even getting into our exhibition games and the first part of our schedule. So, you know, that will be my main focus is getting us ready to play our conference uh, uh, games. Talk about the you've got three you mentioned you've got three international players um, all good size uh, uh, just kind of take us through the how the recruiting process goes with players like that and what do you think they'll they'll bring to the table if I'm not mistaken all of them will be freshmen won't they they will they have they'll have four years all of them we saw play uh, we saw play two of them in uh, in in um, the summers, you know, they those teams come over and they play on that summer circuit, 
Uh, and one of them we saw a lot, got a lot of uh, attention from uh, our contacts. And Matt's got all those contacts across in Europe that he they, they call and say, you need to look at this young lady, look at that young lady. We feel real good. We've got all three of them uh, coming in are, are 6'3 to 6'5. Uh, all three of them's got pretty good. They're pretty aggressive, and that's what we were looking at. A uh, couple of them run the floor pretty good, and then uh, all of them have got good hands. So, you know, we, we just got to get them in here and, and plug them into our system, plug them into our other players, and then take it from that, Monty. Uh, you, you hope that one of them will step up and maybe be a, an Ebony Rowe or a Alicia Clark, someone like that, a Charity Savage, that'll go out there and just get every rebound. That's what we're looking for because we're still going to push the ball run and run the floor. And we got to have somebody that's going to be able to run with those those young ladies. Um, you also um, have a transfer coming in from Ole Miss who was, I think, their leading scorer. What will she bring the table, to the table other than the obvious experience and playing against good competition? Well, if you go back and look what Deja has done, she uh, she got like 30 against South Carolina – uh, 20-something, 26 against Mississippi State. Uh, she scored uh, really, really good against the best teams in the country. And, you know, she comes from a good travel team program. Uh, so, you know, she's going she's gonna to fit right in good around that perimeter. you got a lot of people right there that's, that's it's going to be very competitive at that position, I'll tell you. Well, sounds like um, by far your tallest team, I would think. Well, it, it could be. It could be. Uh, you know, we've got – it is on paper, but, you know, sometimes six fours play like five fours. Sometimes five fours play like six eights. So let's hope we get one of those that wants to be six eight. Um, once you get your, your players back in July um, – uh, what are what restrictions do you have then? I will we're going to be talking about that today on a conference call. But right now, I feel like that uh, you know we we'll just have to we we'll just have to uh, they'll have to have be checked with COVID. And I think what they're doing, what Chris and Doctor McPhee has set up, is they're going to make sure that our athletes and our students are going to be well protected. So whatever they set up. And the guidelines that they push down to us will be what we do. And, uh, you know, it, you'll constantly see more cleaning in the dressing room, around the gym, in the weight room. You'll see more testing. Making Every day they'll be tested as far as their temperatures are concerned. If there's any change, immediately we'll know that. If somebody was to contract uh, the COVID, then they would be quarantined. Uh, you know, Let's just hope that down the road here, the next two, three, four months, we got some kind of vaccine that comes out, and then we'll know more about what's going on with this disease. You mentioned Coach um, uh, Coach Pillow getting the job at uh, Florida uh, at FAMU. Uh, talk about what she uh, meant to your program, and you know the opportunity that she gets to get a Division One head coaching job. Just a great person. Uh, just a very great person. I mean, just uh, Shalon, 
uh, her 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 personal skills uh, with our fan base, with our players, with our administration, uh, with her fellow coaches. It was just uh, it was off the charts. Uh, her knowledge, playing for Pat, working for South Florida, working at Kentucky, then coming to us, uh, the, the program she's went through, the people she's worked for and worked with, she was ready. She was ready. And uh, it was a big loss for us, but it was a great opportunity for her. And I'm, I'm, just, I'm just happy as I can be that she's getting this chance to go uh, prove herself and uh, – you know, she's going to do a good job, I promise you. Kind of hopping around topics here, Coach. Um, I know recruiting never stops. Um, uh, how, what contact, if any, have you been able to have with any players uh, out there this so far this spring? Well, luckily, you don't work. For the ne- you don't work towards the next day. When we're out recruiting, we're working two and three years down the road. So through this, we've still been able to maintain the contacts with the young ladies that we've been recruiting and had on our list and all that anyway. Now, we'll get out sometime either in July or August to be able to see some of those kids. So, you know, everybody's playing by the same rules. So, you know, what we got to do, just go do our thing. And we got the people to do that. Matt and Kim, I feel like Matt is the best male recruiter in the country. Kim Bruton is as good as anybody out there. We're going to be – this next person that we hire is going to be extremely – adaptable and be able to go out also so i'm i'm not at all negative on what's coming up i just need to know what the schedule is what the calendar is and then we're going for it speaking of schedule just tell us a little bit about it well we got east carolina next year at 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 home we got to go to vcu we got two lane at home the sunday before uh thanksgiving we go to Kentucky the Wednesday before Thanksgiving. We play Louisville here at Murphy Center. The Sunday after Thanksgiving, we play Vanderbilt at Murphy Center. We go. We have to play Tennessee Tech, Belmont, uh, and we got to go to TCU. So you think we got a pretty good schedule, Monty? Yeah, you got you got plenty plenty on your plate there. I would say. <laughs> so we better be ready. But I mean that that's pretty falls in line with what you've done most every year here, um, and I know you've always said that prepares you for the next step. Well, you can't if you don't play them, you can't beat them. You know, someone said, "Why do you play them?" You know, and I said, "Well, n- no negative towards any other program, but I feel like when I'm recruiting kids to Middle Tennessee, we're coming here to play a top twenty schedule to play for a top twenty program." And you can't do that by playing gimmies. Um, you know, you can't do that going in that you know you've got the game one. You know, schedule you some exhibition games where you know you can get your kids together. Then when the first game comes, hey, work to get into the tournament. Work to get in the NCAA tournament. I think that mindset carries over with your fan base also. Your fan base knows when they come to the gym, they come to Murphy Center, the glass house. Uh, Jimmy uh, Earl and, and, and Monty Hale Arena – they know they're going to see some of the best ba- women's basketball programs and women's basketball teams in the country. All right, Coach. I see you still got that zest for the game, which is uh, unbelievable. 
but uh, as always, we appreciate you joining us, and uh, uh, hope everybody stays safe. Monty, we love you, and keep on doing it, baby. All right. Thanks, Coach. See you. That's MTSU women's basketball coach Rick Ensel joining us today. We'll take a break. We'll be right back, and Chip Walters will join us with the Blue Raider Insider Report. If you're an Android user, we have an app for that, too. You can listen to us anywhere, on air and on demand. We're News Radio WGNS. Good afternoon. It's still very busy out here, but moving fairly decent up and down. 24 east and west here in Elmaville Road. 840's got a lot of traffic coming over from Franklin, Williamson County. Just busy out here where you would expect up and down sections of Middle Tennessee Boulevard. Dr. Byron Bush, the only Republican candidate for U.S. Senate with a proven track record for fighting for conservative values. Log on to BushForSenate.com. I'm Commander Chuck. You're on WGNS is honored to be this year's Luther Award recipient from the Tennessee Radio Hall of Fame for Community service. We are humbled to receive this prestigious award. Thank you for letting us be your good neighbor station. Buying a quality pre-owned vehicle from City Auto is the smartest car buying decision you can make. Hear what our customers have to say. Here at City Auto, the experience was great. We were in and out. You're not going to be hassled. They come in, they gave me a price. Greg Hall at City Auto Sales. City Auto is our largest inventory lot right there. We have financing. So come by and see us or just check them out there on the website, cityauto.com. Check out all of those vehicles. City Auto, the wholesale auto mall shop where the dealer shop. Your ride, your stuff. You live with them together. I'm State Farm Agent Bud Morris. It's smart to protect them together to help life go right. Give me a call at 615-893-1417. And let me help you save by combining your auto and renters. Your home, your auto, together, they're where life happens. I'm State Farm Agent Bud Morris. It's smart to protect them together. Give me a call at 615-893-1417. And let me help you save by combining your home and auto. It's time. Show your true blue. Blue Raiders. It's time for the Blue Raider Insider Report with Chip Walters. Sponsored by Mike Tanzel with My Team Insurance. Steve Rucker and RAI Advisors. And Wayne Blair with Rayburn Insurance. Go Blue Raiders. When you think insurance, think Wayne Blair with Rayburn Insurance 200 South Lowry in Smyrna. Rayburn is an independent agency, so Wayne will shop multiple national companies to make your best insurance deal. It's personal with Wayne, whether working in community, schools, or insurance. Trust Wayne Blair, your full-service insurance agent. 390-8476. Wayne Blair, Rayburn Insurance, 390-8476. All sports talk on News Radio WGNS, FM 100.5, FM 101.9, AM 1450, online and on your phone at WGNSRadio.com. Welcome back into All Sports Talk. It's time for the Blue Raider Insider Report with Chip Walters, play by play voice of the Blue Raiders. Chip, what's up? Well, good afternoon, everybody, and the Blue Raider Athletic Department will be hosting its third Zoom webinar that will be open to the public that will come up a week from today on the Ju- on the 15th of July, and it will be at noon. And this one will be a little different. 
The third event titled Moving Forward While Looking Back, a conversation with Blue Raider legends. It will feature six Middle Tennessee greats from different sports and different eras. I'll be uh, honored to serve as the moderator on this. The panel for the webinar includes Bryce Brents and Clay Snellgrove from Blue Raider Baseball, Alicia Clark and Heather Prater-Warren from Women's Basketball, Mike Harmon, a golfer, and Kendall Newson from Blue Raider Football. All six of these had a tremendous impact on their sport and the landscape of Blue Raider athletics during their respective era. Of course, Brents is a five-time first-team All-American and Middle Tennessee's home run leader. Clark was a dominant force in her two seasons as a Lady Raider and uh, still holds the distinction of being the only four-time Conference Player of the Year in women's basketball history after she played two years at Belmont before transferring to Middle and playing two years here. Harmon spent three years in the Blue Raider men's golf starting lineup, helping uh, lead his team to second-place finishes in the Ohio Valley Conference in 1976 and 77. Newsom, of course, one of the all-time great receivers in Blue Raider history, made his mark as Middle Tennessee was breaking into Division 1A football. Heather Prater-Warren, now Warren, uh, enjoyed a heralded Lady Raider career and helped lead her team to OVC championships in 1995 and 96. Snell Grove, one of the all-time great hitters and also defensive specialist as he was uh he is in the conversation for the best uh, shortstop in Blue Raider history. So moving forward while looking back, a conversation with Blue Raider legends will begin at noon next Wednesday. So grab some lunch and join us for this exciting look back into Middle Tennessee sports history. We will also uh, be getting uh, an update uh, from uh, Director of Athletics Chris Massaro as uh, football Uh, continues the voluntary workout uh, time that goes up through the 23rd of July then on the 24th uh, actual uh, uh, workouts with coaches and with uh, on the field will will start to begin those there will be two weeks there uh, on the field with just t-shirts and shorts and uh, they can use a ball but a limited amount of time That uh, will be on the 24th. Then on August 2nd, camp begins with uh, the hope of uh, playing that opening weekend, September 5th, with the Blue Raiders facing the Duke Blue Devils over in Durham, North Carolina. All right, Blue Raider basketball. Former Blue Raiders star Ja'Cory Williams scored a team-high 22 points as the Marshall alumni team called Heard That defeated the Peoria All-Stars in the opening round of the basketball tournament in Columbus, Ohio two days ago. Williams was the star of the game, no doubt about it. Nine of 11 shots from the floor. He had nine rebounds as Heard That moved on in the single elimination tournament. They will be playing again tomorrow as uh, they will be facing a team called the Money Team. And uh, the Money Team is seated seventh in the event, and uh, they will. Uh, they also did not play a first-round game because they had a bye. So keep up with Jacory, those Marshall players who are on the team. Also, uh, that includes John Elmore and also Chris Coakley, former uh, from UAB, also on the herd that team. You can see the games on the ESPN family of networks. All right, that's it for this Wednesday. We'll have another update for you coming tomorrow. All righty, Chip. We appreciate you. We'll talk to you tomorrow. And remind everyone the Blue Raider Insider Report brought to each day by Wayne Blair and Rayborn Insurance, Steve Ruckert, and REI Advisors, and Mike Tanzel 
and my team insurance. We'll take a break and be right back. At Creekside Assisted Living of Murfreesboro, we provide excellence in service while maintaining the dignity of our residents in a home-like atmosphere. Come see our new community, which includes bistros, salons, a library, and spacious activity areas. A kind, friendly, and well-trained staff can help residents with the daily activities of life. Locally owned by Blue Raider alumni Tim Keach and Kent Ayer, find out more about Creekside Assisted Living, 895-3002, or online at www.creeksideassistedliving.com. Hi, I'm Chip Walters with Exit Realty, Bob Lamb & Associates. These are unprecedented times we're going through. All of us in any kind of business are taking precautions. I'm here today to tell you that we're still doing business, and I'm subscribing to the best practices about personal interaction. Technology is our ally, from virtual home tours to digital document movement and signing. My website is my digital hub at choosechip.net. Homes are still being bought and sold, and I'm here to do that in a safe, responsible manner and to be your trusted advisor in real estate. All Sports Talk on News Radio WGNS, FM 100.5, FM 101.9, AM 1450, online and on your phone at WGNSradio.com. Welcome back to All Sports Talk. All righty. Today was much-anticipated day, uh, the TSSAA um, Board of Control um, was to vote on four options for the upcoming football season, uh, of which all four have had a start date of September 18th. However, and they would vote on one of those contingency plans, and coaches would know what's going on. And more importantly, players. That vote was not held. And a much ado to no- meeting, really. I listened to it. Um, um, that that vote was delayed. Um, the TSSAA is appealing to the governor's council um, for its organization, which encompasses all the athletic teams um, to be exempt from the state of emergency order that has been extended extended um, until August 29th um, by Tennessee Governor Bill Lee. TSSAA is hoping that the governor will go ahead and give them the okay to uh, start having contact practices, which just doesn't seem overly possible to me with the large number of breakouts we've had. Uh, um Executive Director um, Bernard Childress uh, issued the following statement. Actually, he was on there live. We are working with the governor's legal counsel, and based on the conversation we are having, we think it's best to delay any vote on a contingency plan. 
The governor's legal counsel stated that they need time to observe the data and work with us. There will come a time when we will have to make a decision on a contingency plan, but right now it is our opinion that we need to give their legal team the opportunity to see if it is needed in girls' soccer and football. Their legal counselors are well aware of the TWSAA sports calendar, and we will work to get an answer as soon as we can. TWSAA will not make it, be making any further comment at the discussions with the governor's legal counsel while they're ongoing. If we have a chance of having fall sports, we encourage everyone to wear a mask, maintain physical distancing, and wash hands to help everyone reach the goal of getting the numbers down. The return on that investment would be that we do get to have fall sports on time uh, this year. Okay, so TWSAA is hoping to start on time. But that would mean um, those kids would have to be able to start having physical practices oh, probably the 25th of July, which is, you know, 17, 18 days away. But, uh, again, I'm a little ambivalent about that. Of course, I've been a little more cautious in this than a lot of people, and um, it's probably why our numbers are going up. People are mass gathering and, and whatnot. So, how do coaches feel about it? Uh, frustrated. Frustrated a lot. Um Oakland coach Kevin Creasy, who will join us tomorrow, um, he was a little diplomatic. He said, I guess the good thing is um, there's still the possibility of a regular season, and it hasn't been canceled. I think all coaches, I don't know why it would have hurt just to tell them what the contingency plan is. And then if you do get a break and get to practice early, even better. But when you give them the contingency plan, they can coaches can develop their own contingency plan on how they will address it. You're going to have a seven-game season. You're going to have an eight-game season. Um, is everybody going to make the playoffs or t two teams going to make the playoffs? Uh, that kind of thing. Just so they'll know. Kids want to know. I mean, they've been out in this heat, running around, conditioning. they got to be bored as hell. And um, they're, um, they're not getting any answers. I talked to um, Rockville coach Rick Rice this morning. They said he wasn't happy at all about it. Just give us the plan. Let us know. Our kids are asking, when are we going to play? Are we going to play? Are we going to play this many games? Are we going to play that many games? 
Um, as he pointed out, Alabama knows what they're doing. Georgia already knows what they're doing. Louisiana knows what they're doing. Kentucky knows what they're doing. We don't know what we're doing. Now, he did say, I'm not trying to be overly negative, but we just want to know what the plan is. He also said, I wouldn't want their jobs. He said that. But we still want a plan. And I think that's the way most coaches, you know, they were all eager. Coaches all across the state today were listening to this meeting, of which they said they were going to vote. And they didn't vote. And, of course, I just read you why through the statement of the executive director of TWSAA, Bernard Childers. But, you know, they want to know. So where are we? We don't know where we're at. You know, it affects a lot of people. It affects the media. We've got to put out a magazine. Previews, 10 teams in the Murfreesboro Post. It's a lot of work. We kind of want to know what the plan is. So, so we can have our contingency plan. You know, do we have to have the thing ready at the 1st of September? We got to have it ready at the 1st of August, which, you know, months are going by quickly. That's right around the corner. So, again, much to do about nothing today uh, with the board meeting. Um, their next board meeting is not till the 22nd, and that's at Siegel High School. It's not open to the public. Um, but... It is live streamed on the TSSAA website. And again, that's what every coach was doing this morning. Just like I was, hooked up at 10 a.m., ready to go. They finally came on about 10.20. Maybe they had some other non-official business to discuss or just some topics to throw out. Um, but um, it's frustrating, you know. As I said, it, it was just a frustrating day for those coaches, and then they go back and they've got nothing to tell their players. But so is the COVID nineteen world we're living in. All righty, listen to all sports talk. We'll take a break and be right back. If you're not waking up to the Wake Up Crew, here's what you've been missing. Stay back. Stay stay back. Stay with us. <laughs> yeah, stay <laughs> back. Get back. <laughs> Whatever you do, don't listen. Weekday mornings from 6 until 7.50 here on News Radio WGNS. Good afternoon. It's still very busy out here, but moving fairly decent up and down. 24 east and west here in Elmaville Road. 840's got a lot of traffic coming over from Franklin, Williamson County. Just busy out here where you would expect up and down sections of Middle Tennessee Boulevard. Dr. Byron Bush 
the only Republican candidate for U.S. Senate with a proven track record for fighting for conservative values. Log on to BushForSenate.com. I'm Commander Chuck. You're on We time. do it your way at Pizza. Murphy Sproul's favorite pizza is open for dine-in with social distancing and special precautions. Of course, you can still order online, call in for pickup, and have Sir Pizza delivered to your door. You've seen the ads out there, companies wanting to buy your home. But why sell yourself short when you can get fair market value? I'm Lisa Patton. If you have an estate to settle or a home to sell, call Parks Auction. We'll work with you to sell your home or property in any condition with no costly repairs on your timeline. Why accept one offer when you can have multiple? You need Parks Auction. We look out for your best interest. Call Parks Auction today. We handle everything. All sports talk on News Radio WGNS, FM 100.5, FM 101.9, AM 1450, online and on your phone at WGNSRadio.com. Welcome back to All Sports Talk. This portion brought to you by First Bank, locations in the borough, Woodbury, Nashville, and 46 others across the state. Yes, a little frog in the voice today. Must forge ahead. Uh, we were talking about the TSSAA. It's been a hot topic. Um, there are four options they are um, discussing, and we thought they were going to vote on it today. They didn't. They are. I know I've mentioned this a couple, three times, but. Uh, just to keep you up to date if you don't know what they are. These are options with the season starting August 18th. I mean, September 18th. Which would actually be in the, the or normal calendar, your fifth week of football. First one, uh, practice will begin on the 30th. All regions... All regular season schedules for schools would be replaced by the state office with a seven-week region schedule for all schools. Playoffs would be conducted as usual. Schools that don't make the playoffs would still be allowed to play a couple other games. Problem you have with that, I said seven-week um region schedule well it had to be regular season um not everybody plays seven region games some people play three or four um option two pretty much the same scenario except you'd play eight games not seven state office would do the eight week regular season schedule uh, teams that don't qualify would be able to play two extra games as well. Or you might even see the bowl game, a bowl game or two. Good money makers. They were really, they were big games back in the day. Uh, when you only had two teams making the playoffs, there were still a lot of pretty good football teams out there. Third option is to only have the region champ go. Fourth option, which is 0.0001% of passing, start practice on the 30, 
cancel all the playoffs and just play your 10 games. Crown you a district champion. That's not going to happen. So now, um, you know, the, the governor's council could give them the green light next week or the week after. If it's not done by the week after, it's almost a moot point. You might as well go ahead and get your contingency plan. But it ultimately is going to come down to the number of um, increases in the virus and the data that that legal counsel gets. So hopefully things will work. All right, moving on. Um Blue Raider football. Conference USA. Where are they at? Get most everybody's players are on campus. Um, working out, social distancing. More getting in shape than anything. There's no contact, obviously. They're going to get about six weeks contact now interestingly enough the um college football teams across the state are exempt in this order but none of them are, are hitting yet and of course their seasons don't start till the 31st some a day or two early lots of games have been canceled i say lots probably eight or nine a couple small smaller schools and Called it off altogether for the year. Will the NCAA do that? They're going to do everything they can not to. Too much, too much of a cash um, money bail cow sport for them. But they did cancel the basketball, and that's about a billion dollars. So organizations, governing organizations. Um, they rely on events to make their payroll. I mean, the TSSAA payroll is exorbitant, and, and understandably so. You know, you got to have a lot of people to wear a lot of hats. But MTSU um, forging ahead, no reports of any positive test. Not that there haven't been. They may not be releasing. Um, so, what will happen to the NFL? NFL is going to be an interesting bug for a lot of reasons. Uh, with the virus, social unrest in our country, you know, you name it, things like that. All right, moving on. Vanderbilt University. It's pretty much dissolved, dissolved its um, media relations department. And what I call a, a chicken you-know-what move. They don't like the backlash they're getting. Now they're going to they're gonna twist it in their own mind a little way. But you want to act like a big-time university 
in a big-time conference, and you're not going to have a full-time media relations department? Are you kidding me? Now, they've got somebody in charge of some content for their website and things like that, but a guy like Larry Leathers I've known a long time, great guy, he's out. I mean, people losing their jobs because of this. And I refuse to believe it's a COVID-19 thing. They can twist it any way they want to. But it's just, it's a poor move for a team in a conference like this. And, you know, people, a lot of people have always said Vanderbilt doesn't belong in the SEC. I've never subscribed to that theory. I think they're good for the SEC. They're a great academic university. They compete at a high level in most sports. Football, not necessarily. Some years. If you're a Vanderbilt fan, I'm sure you really enjoy those years. But if you're going to go to these depths... As important as the media is today to cover teams and not promote them, but that's what we do. Anytime we write a story, uh, you know, MTSU's got a great staff over there, top of the line. They put out great stories. There's one on Javante Miller, basketball player who was homeless. If you haven't read it, I would suggest going to GoBlueRaiders.com. It's a fascinating story by Josh Vardaman. I mean, they have talented guys. And you're telling me Vanderbilt is going to cut out its stuff? That's a bunch of malarkey. And um, if you don't want to be, if you want, if you don't want to act big time, don't be big time. Alrighty, there's the rant. There's the show. I hope everybody has a great rest of the day. We'll talk to you tomorrow. And again, Oakland football coach Kevin Creasy will join us. All Sports Talk on News Radio WGNS has been brought to you by State Farm agents Andy Womack, Bud Morris, and Deb Ensel, Chip Walters with Exit Realty, Bob Lamb and Associates, First Bank, Mike Tansel with My Team Insurance, Parks Auction Company. Greg Hall with City Auto Sales, Creekside at Three Rivers Assisted Living, Steve Ruckert with RAI Advisors, Jennings and Ayers Funeral Home, and Wayne Blair with Rayburn Insurance.